0: Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka.
1: And happy spring to all of you listeners out there. I don't know if you live in a four-season kind of place, but I do here in the Chicago area. And I'll tell you, this weekend temps here in Chicagoland hit the 60s for the first time this year. It felt so good. The sun popped in for a visit in that way where you could actually feel its warmth on your face. And and it just felt so wonderful. The, The trees... It's like overnight the trees get these little buds on them. You don't even see it happening. It's it's amazing how fast things can turn around. And there's something about that turnaround, yeah, I don't know what it quite is, that just really invites us to look behind the surface of our homes and clean up what we haven't even thought of all winter long. What is that spring cleaning thing? I don't get it, but I think we all get the bug for it. So this weekend, I had the bug. (laughs) And as I spent the weekend doing things like fixing cabinet drawers and shelves and dusting and scrubbing behind furniture and washing curtains, I had a lot of time to think. You know, those things are just sort of uh, those chores that are a little bit mindless and, and your mind can just drift off. And I thought, you know, what about the debris in our heads? How many people do intentional cleaning of all that head trash that swirls around up there? We all got it. You know what I mean. Those things from the past, memories and all the junk attached to them, all that stuff, all those beliefs, those words and sentences and phrases that repeat themselves like I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough, all those things that tend to keep us stuck and in a negative way place that had trash. Time to sweep it out, baby. We're going to work on that today. I believe you know me well enough, I think, if you've listened to the show or you've read my articles over at Inc.com, you know, maybe you've even worked with me, one of my past clients or current clients. Hey, everybody out there. But you know that I believe that in order to share the mindset tools and the lessons that I do... I make room in in my own mindset to be vulnerable about what my thoughts and beliefs are, even when they're limiting, because I think it's important that I exemplify what I teach and I do my best to do thoughts pop up because it gives us the opportunity to clean them up. Okay. And I had that door open this weekend and with with something that I didn't even know still bothers me. So... I'm going for a visit to the town that my mom and dad lived in since I was 19. So it was kind of a childhood home, but not really. And you know, the memories of of that house just still can make me cry because I miss it since mom passed away last year. And I haven't been back there since mom passed away, but I do have two sisters there. And I have a sister from Hawaii who's coming in for a visit down there and uh, brothers from Atlanta and another brother here. And we all decided that that would be a nice meeting ground for us to stay in a bed and breakfast there and, and just all to get together and, and meet now that we don't have mom's home. And it's 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 a difficult thing for me, I have to say. And so I've been working on that. But one of the things that popped up for me for some reason, i I heard something I don't know. I think it was on the radio that talked about being yourself. Just be who you are. Well, a, a huge part of who I am, especially now that my kids have grown, is a coach, a consultant, a a writer, an author, a podcaster, you know, radio show host. These things are are just hugely important to me. But, because of things that have been said to me by my family members, it's it's really apparent that they don't take what I do very seriously. They don't see how someone can earn a living giving advice and helping people. And, you know, and, and long ago, my sister made a, a really mean comment about how I could become a life coach when when I've had so much in my own life that's really messed up. And she doesn't know that that's how you learn. That's how you become wise is by going through all those messed up things and and, and growing from them instead of shrinking back from them. So what she said came back to my mind. And I I thought, you know, it's hard enough going for this visit, but I feel like I can't really be myself around my family for, for long periods of time because they don't get who I am. They don't get me. You know, we all tend to hang on to those old patterns and insecurities and dramas that keep us so busy that we don't know how, we don't even bother to look at how we could change things or make ourselves happier. Oftentimes people don't or won't, and and I think it's a lot more often that they won't consider how they can change these things, not change what happened, but Change the way they look at these events from the past. Because you know what? We all have them. We all have them. And and how those events impact you and your choices and your energy is so important to consider. Even how you feel about yourself. It even dictates how you feel about how capable you are, how smart you are, how whatever you are. And the more that you can toss away what no longer really has a purpose the more determined you'll be to get to the bottom of things that need healing and make a difference to pursue that healing, and people often don't like to spend time on this kind of healing. Sure, it's painful at times. Sometimes doesn't have to be necessarily. It's um, it's something that can really upset. The apple cart. And I think that people put themselves last and they don't want to make time to do it. But by searching through all that dust and debris up in the head to find what's true to you today, your current truth, not that that truth, those stories that were told to you when you were younger and growing up or by your bosses and siblings, family members, like my little story, you'll be able to release this stuff and live life without. You know, without that that damage, without that constant nagging and doubt and even fear. Now, my current truth is that I am no longer insecure about the skills and gifts that make me an amazing coach. I mean, I'm going to say it. I am an amazing coach. My clients see life-changing effects from our meetings and, and businesses grow and they grow as individuals. And I know I'm really good at what I do because I've helped far too many people to, to find ways to get rid of this head trash and to grow their businesses to doubt my skills anymore. I mean, the evidence is there. You know, my siblings, on the other hand, as wonderful as they can be, they have limited knowledge and interest in this self help industry and, and really even in, in growing themselves as people. And, you know, they just they have average, normal, everyday lives. And like most people, I think they don't think a lot about the stuff that stops them, the stuff that gets them down. And so, you know what I did? Here's here's the process that I took to really kind of let go of this sad feeling that my family doesn't get me and I can't be who I am. And uh, I went and found a a note that was recently sent to me, actually a, a private Facebook message from someone, a young woman who I apparently gave one session to, did one session with years ago. She said years I sadly don't remember it, okay? It was one session, and it was many years ago. I sadly don't remember it. She didn't give me the details, and usually I remember by details. And she wrote a, two, parag- three paragraphs to me about how life-changing that one single session was. And she told me how. She told me what she's developed and how my words come back to her constantly and how much my words meant to her and and, and helped her clear up her head trash. And so when these feelings of low self-worth came over me when I thought about what my sister had said years ago and about how my family doesn't get it and the things they've they've said that helped me to understand how much they don't get it. I went and I pulled up that message because, of course, I copied it into a document. So I have all these little feel-good things in one place. And I hope you do that, too, when you get words of affirmation. And I read that message and I thought, You know, they just don't get it, and I'd rather be me than them. It's okay if they don't get it, I love them, they're not any less for it, you know, they're still good people, and and so I'll just be who I can be, and I'll enjoy that. And so it totally shifted my mindset around that that feeling that of dread of going back to this town and and seeing my siblings without mom's house as sort of a protective layer um, around us. So that's an example of how you can simply empower yourself when things. Uh, pop up for you you know when we refuse to let go of the old patterns like family dramas and insults and judgments and all those things that people teach us and tell us we are using all that good space in our minds to just simply keep recreating a reality that doesn't even exist anymore okay we didn't like it then when it happened these 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 confrontations or whatever it is. And, you know, you probably like it a lot less now when you think back on it. So why keep it around? So Wayne Dyer once said, and and this is akin to what I teach all the time, the more beliefs that you remove from your inner space, the more room there is for new energy. And I do. I teach my clients, listeners, and readers that message in everything I do. You'll have more energy, more conviction, and even hope when you get rid of this stuff. So yeah, it may be painful at times. It doesn't have to be. The way I cleared up my stuff wasn't wasn't painful, that bit of stuff. Um, but you, you want to just get into it. It's sort of like pulling off the Band-Aid. Come on, just get it over with and pull it off. So when we get up, I'm going to give you an example of what this head trash looks like, what kinds of things it might be, and we're going to work on clearing them out. I'm going to give you some some, uh, cleanup tools to walk away with today, and I'm going to challenge you a little bit on how to get this mission done and how to make some movement this spring and in the months to come. So stay tuned for all of that. This is Marla Tabaka. Love to hear from you. Marla at MarlaTabaka.com.
0: Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Link's Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Equipped with the right skills, knowledge, and most of all the right questions, you too could have the success you're looking for. Join Laura Atchison as she hosts the Entrepreneur Masterclass each Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been said success comes from not only what you know, but who you know. But what if you don't have access to the top experts? Well, that has changed. Laura Atchison, best selling author, international speaker, and business strategist. Brings you top experts from all around the world to help you take your business and your life to new heights. Join Laura for the Entrepreneur Masterclass every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on TogiNet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka.
1: And so we're here to do a little spring cleaning of the mind. So let's take out some head trash. So what does that dirt look like? You know, that trash in the head. What exactly are we cleaning up here? Let's take a look at that that head trash and what it's made of. So it looks like these few things. Uh, it will manifest its, itself in these ways. Negative thoughts about others. Oh, that person just gets on my nerves. He's so dumb. He doesn't get it. Uh, I'm better than them. I know more. Those kinds of things are really, really limiting to you. And, and when you talk about other people, it can just bring you into a state that is does not behoove you or obviously anyone around you. So that's one example. Defeating self-talk is a real biggie. And you may not think you do this. Maybe you're not one of those people that gets down, especially when you're challenged by something new and you think you're not good enough or capable enough or I can't, I can't do that. But I'll tell you what, even, um oh, let's see, one of my friends the other day dropped something. It's like no big deal. It's nothing that broke or anything. And she said, she's stupid. You stupid idiot, is what she said to herself. Whoa, hello, that is defeating self-talk. If you tell yourself you're a stupid idiot, your subconscious mind is going to take that on and you're going to start believing you're a stupid idiot, okay? S- old negative habits. Um, you know, I can stay up until 2 or 3 in the morning and I'm just fine to get up and go to work. Uh, I, I, I'll i quit smoking someday, uh, you know, it's those kinds of things that you know you want to get rid of and you tell yourself you will or you t- fool yourself and say, you know, I'm going to be the only one who doesn't end up with lung cancer or whatever it is. Beliefs that don't help you succeed, things that stop you, things that keep you stuck. That's kind of my way of saying it. You know, those things, those things that just keep you in place instead of moving forward. Oh, I could never start a business because. Oh, I can't grow my business because I don't have enough money. Oh, the the economy won't support me in this business anymore. Poor me. That that victim thinking and thinking again. You're not enough to do what you want to do. And the painful memories that play and replay in your head. Do you have those kinds of memories, things where someone said something very painful, uh, like my sister did about my coaching or, um, you know, even eventually painful memories like, you know, I have painful memories of my mom's death since we were on that topic and, and, I'm working on those memories. I'm working on erasing the way they feel to me, not erasing the memories, but erasing my reaction to those memories and turning them into a response. And, you know, I've got it so that, and we're only talking a little over a year later, okay, it's not long, and I've got it so that I can actually think of my mom's dying process without coming to tears and actually bringing a smile on my face with a couple of things that occurred during that time. A, a lot of good things occurred during that at times. So I'm choosing to see those things. So that's an example of painful memories that you may not feel you can turn around, but believe me, you can. So here are a few tiny steps right now that you can kind of get those wheels turning in a better direction. First of all, determine what is negative thinking. A lot of people deny that their thoughts are negative and they say that they're based in reality. Well, as soon as you take on that belief, that's a limiting belief in and of itself, that these are reality-based thoughts, well, then they are. They're your reality, okay? But when you have a negative thought or you have a thought that doesn't feel good, and that's the first place you start is with your body because your body will respond to your negative thinking and your shoulders might tense up, your stomach might churn a little bit, you might get a bit of a headache, you might get dry mouthed. Um, some people have very extreme reactions and their heart starts pounding or their stomach gets upset. As soon as you have a thought that doesn't feel good, write it down or... And or replace it with a positive thought. So here's what it would look like actually is um, oh gosh, I can't be myself around my family. They don't believe in what I do. Okay. I turned that around very quickly. I did something to change that thought to Marla, you're amazing at what you do and what they think of it is just out of ignorance and lack of experience, not because you're incapable. Okay, so I replaced it with a positive one. What was that? You're an amazing coach. You've helped thousands and thousands of people to turn their lives around. That feels really good and really uplifting to me. And if that thought persists, then you want to write it down. If it's really a pervasive thought, write it down. This thought or belief comes from somewhere. Do you know where it comes from? Write that down, too. I'm not saying to journal about it. I'm saying to keep notes, and you'll know why later in the show. Knowing where it comes from will give you a great place to start the work, and we're going to look at tools on what you can do with that, that place in a bit. Um, make a list of all those negative and positive people in your life. Really, think about it. Who has a negative impact on you? Who is that person that's always gossiping? Who is that person that helps you to feel like you're, you're not as great as you are, um, who is that person that that just? Ew, you're around them and the energy is just clashing. Okay, make sure you start spending more time with the positive people because they're going to inspire you to grow and to help yourself and to become more because we all want to be more. Now, if you don't have that positive support network, if you're surrounded by negative people, well, that tells you a lot about yourself right there. You got a lot of work to do. So find a support network, Think about what you love to do. Think about things that bring joy to your face, and seek out like kind people. So, if you love to garden, find a gardening club or start a start a uh, meetup, or get online and, and go into forums. I mean, a lot of my positive support people are people I've never even met there are people that I might talk to on the phone, but I met them initially in social media or through this podcast, actually. I'm friends with a lot of my past guests or through interviewing them for Inc. or through being interviewed for for media. When I'm interviewed, and I, I really hit it off with that person. So there are so many ways you can get out there and find positive people. So get going on that. And third, start focusing on the future more then you focus on the past a lot more. I mean, why go into the past to look for your success? Because you're never going to find it there ever. Remember that if you live in the past, you'll die in the past. And that's not where you want to be. So make a list of all the great things that you want to accomplish. And we'll, we'll work with that, too, as the show goes on here. So making that list, boy, of all the things you want, that's going to be a fun job for you. And that those are three challenges that I have for you. So, to become aware of your negative thinking and to replace negative thoughts with positive ones, write them down if you have to if they're pervasive. Um, make a list of the positive and negative people. Find more positives. Spend less time with the negative, and start focusing on your future. Make a bucket list, if you will, or just a a list of things you want to achieve in the next year that feel wonderful to you. Now, the first thing is you have to gain some space to do this. You know, when when, when you clean your house, uh, let's say your basement, okay? So say you've got a lot of stuff in your basement. You have to have enough room to move around and to see what you want to keep and what you want to get rid of. So there's some organizing that goes on there. So to do this mentally, you have to be in a good physical space. So find that special place, Okay. And if you have to create a place, then do uh, a guest room that's not used or a corner in your living room or family room or in your bedroom. My space is in my bedroom. You know, I have a nice little area there with a sitting a sitting area and it just feels so peaceful to me in there. And you want to make sure that you have that space to come do your work. When you're there, you want to feel relaxed and you want to feel clear headed. You want to be able to take that deep breath and do that deep breathing. Okay. Now you want to choose the room you want to clean. Okay. We got the mind, we know, but there are lots of minds, lots of rooms in the mind. So now that you have some fr- free space. We have to think about what we want to get rid of in the mind because it's going to create free space in your mind. Most people don't take the time to clean up their minds, so there could be a lot of things in there for you. Don't fret because you're going to take it nice and slow. Just pick one bad habit. Or one persistent negative thought, something that's really, really prevalent in your mind that just doesn't seem to go away. And stick with working on it until you can move on to the next one. Now, I'll give you a little warning here. When we work, I see this in my clients and myself all the time, especially when I'm working with the emotional freedom techniques, EFT tapping. If you don't know about that, go to my website, marlatabaka.com, and click on the tab that says EFT emotional freedom techniques. I see this all the time. We'll clean something up and bam, it'll make such a big difference in how they feel and what they're ready to do in their lives. And then like months later, sometimes years later, they come back and they say, you know, we worked on this and it's back. Well, it's not back. EFT has a permanent long, you know, effect on the things you actually work on But what is happening is as we heal, another layer comes up, another aspect, another belief about that event. So... This happens, so don't feel discouraged as that happens. It just means that you're ready to work on the next steps, and that's really exciting. So I want to give you one little caveat here. If you have a serious um, trauma or mental health issue, long-term depression, anxiety, anything like that, it really is best to work with a professional mental health counselor, a mental health professional, professional because they've got the tools to bring you beyond a spring cleaning and all the way to a full recovery. Okay, so these things are important, but do them alongside of your therapist or whoever you can work with. Now you want to gather up those cleaning supplies. Okay, so what do you do? Keep an eye open for articles that are helpful to you. Um, Google your topic. Google your. Pain, whatever this stops you from doing, or the the type of thought it is, how to get rid of negative beliefs, things like that. Look at self help books, find forums and shows, radio shows like this one, blogs about your particular issue. Start gathering input and advice and see what resonates with you. Okay? But don't let this gathering stop you and get in the way of cleaning things up. I have a friend who actually has she has to have when she's ready to change, she has to have a ton of resources. She makes a categorized list of all these resources. She schedules time on her calendar and what do you think happens? Right? She puts so much perfection into perfectionism into it. It never happens right. So when we come out of this break, we're going to talk about getting to work and uh, making this stuff happen, about taking out the head trash once and for all, leaving it on the curb and never looking back. Make sure to visit me on inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. I would love to see you over there and see you back in a minute here.
0: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka, and we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. This is the TogiNet Radio Network.
1: We're talking about getting rid of that head trash. And uh, I want to start with some simple, simple, simple things that you can do and that you can focus on getting rid of uh, to give you a broader perspective here. And of course, remember that it takes a little time. Don't give up quickly. Uh, you want to do these things in baby steps until you really get the hang of it. And maybe then you're ready for the big bomb, you know, but... <laughs> um, but once you have some some knowledge, you gotta clean up, and you can choose any number of techniques. Here's a real simple thing that will just kind of set the pace for you. Um, set a timer to go off every 20 minutes. I know that sounds like a lot, but you know, I I use my iPhone when I do this because I do these things, you know, too, and. Um, I use the, the wonderful chimes that are uh, an option on the iPhone. And when those chimes go off, I know it's time to do a simple affirmation or whatever it is that I plan. And here is one that is, it can't get any simpler. It's simply two words. Just say these simple words to yourself every 20 minutes. I can, I can. You know, we say I can't. So often, and we're not even aware of it, I can are two powerful words. If you do that for 30 days, try it even for a week, see what happens. Now, say the words and and don't react to them. Just kind of sit, let it happen. And you'll be amazed. You can write a journal of your experiences as you go. Um, you can write down things that pop into your head or how you feel physically, just in two or three sentences, and and uh, just see what happens. But that uh, that alone is going to be powerful for you. But again, remember this can take time. So let's think of some more things that you can really get rid of. Okay. To give you an idea. So you might want to ditch a bad habit. Uh, Ask yourself what is one habit that you need to change and what would it do for your life? Okay, it can be something huge like quitting smoking or drinking too much or eating junk food. It can be something smaller like I don't want to watch as much television. Whatever it is, take the time. And and break the habit. And again, you can just Google, you know, how to how to stop watching so much television and things like that, how to quit smoking, talk to your doctor, whatever you need to do, but make a commitment to yourself, say it out loud, tell it to three people who you're close to. Okay, so ditching a bad habit is one thing you can do. You want to lose one person out of your life who is that energy vampire that we were talking about earlier. Okay? These people can drain you and they can stop you from thinking positively. Now you know who I'm talking about. This is the person who complains, gossip, whines and moans about their life and their business and maybe even you. Maybe they even say things to you that don't feel good to hear. They come to you to unload what isn't working for them and tell you how bad it is. You know what? I know this can be hard, especially if it's your spouse. (laughs) Okay. But you got to get rid of these toxic relationships in one way or another. If it's someone close to you, like your spouse, you want to empower yourself And, you know, stop being that person who just listens to the whining and the moaning and growing, groaning all the time and start being someone who is stronger than that. And you'll see the effect that it'll have on them. Usually it's actually a really good effect. So, another another uh, little thing to get rid of to clear out the trash is a fear. Just one. Expel a fear. This can be a big challenge, but take baby steps. Ask yourself, what is one fear that's holding you back? Okay, so and and these fears come and go with um, sometimes, not always, but with different things in your life. Like when I was developing the group coaching program that I am so very excited about, eSchool uh, that's coming up next month. What held me back from developing it more quickly was why should I bother doing all this work because I won't be able to fill it, I won't be able to market it successfully. That was my fear. I had to work on that, and I got rid of that fear. I diminished that fear with my tools. So what would you be able to do right now that you cannot do right now because of that fear? Um, Create awareness around the fear. Commit to facing it and start taking action daily toward overcoming it. Affirmations help. Um, asking friends for a different perspective. And again, don't go whining to them. Go from an empowering place. Look, you know, I'm ready to clean something up and I'd love you to help me. I have this fear blah, 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 you know, what, what do you think are some things and, you know, go to the wise friends or even a parent or someone that, that you really believe in. So face a fear, clear out some stuff. And so here we go back to house cleaning your actual house. Um, I'll tell you what, if my office gets cluttered, oh good. I'm a mental mess. Okay. So clean off your your computer, clean your office, clean your kitchen, whatever it is, get rid of the clutter around you because less clutter around you means less clutter in your mind. You are simplifying, you're creating space, getting rid of the junk so you can think and create very, very clearly. Dump a belief that's been holding you back. We talked about dumping a fear. Now it's time to dump a belief. You know, my belief about what I talked about earlier is my family's right. You know, it was, not is. My family's right. Who am I to do this work? What makes me so special that I can help other people? Well, the proof is there that I do help people. And so, you know, you've got to change these beliefs. Be aware of any belief where you say, I can't. Or I'm not good enough. Or who am I? Um, you know, I I can't I can't let go of this because nobody can do it as well as I can. I can't depend on my employees. I can't delegate because nobody will do it like me. Or I can't get a break. Or I can't take a break. I can't start my own business. Really start digging into that belief and think about why it stops you from achieving what you really want, because I can promise you that it is. It is keeping you stuck in a place that you no longer belong. So ask yourself these questions. When you hear a negative phrase coming out of your mouth or in your head, sit down and think about it. And it's always good to get these things in writing because it takes it out of your head and helps you to be more creative, more introspective when you journal to do these things. So ask yourself, write down the belief, And ask yourself, what is the belief serving? What is it doing for me? Okay, now it may not be something positive. You got to be aware of that and ready for that. Um, So my belief of I won't be able to fill this group, for instance, was really serving me well. Because what was under that? uh-oh, what if this class is a failure? So it was protecting me from failing in my mind, in my subconscious mind. It wasn't until I sat down and took an honest, good good look at that belief that I was ready to let that come up and admit that that was the fear. So ask yourself that. Journal about it. Talk to somebody about that. What is this belief serving for me? And for what purpose am I holding on to this belief? I was holding on to that belief so that I didn't have to do the work and fail, okay? So what about you? Now, this is a good place and a good time to hire a coach. All right, to get somebody to help open your eyes to these things is amazing how you'll find when you go into coaching and you'll make a statement that you think is a fact and your coach will help you open your eyes and help you look at it and from a different perspective on a deeper level and how you'll come, you know, to this place where you'll understand, wow, this isn't a fact at all. This is my belief system and here's where it comes from and here's what I could do to Get rid of it. That's what you want. Um, and of course, I'm more than happy to help you. If you want to contact me, we can talk about that. But if I'm not the right coach for you, then search online. Search on the word coaches. Um, coaches who help get rid of limiting beliefs. Coaches who help with whatever, growing your business, whatever it is, you know, Google that and see who comes up. And if you just Google your, your, your problem or what keeps you from doing something that is important to you, a lot of things will come up. And so maybe a coach isn't the right person for you, or maybe you can't find the right coach, whatever, um, a therapist, a mentor. Now, the thing about mentors, however, is, uh, you know, a mentor isn't there necessarily to help you with your head trash. A mentor is there to share their expert um, experience with you and to maybe open a few doors for you and things like that. But learning those things and having those opportunities at your doorstep can help you to clear some of this head trash. So, again, coaching can make a miraculous difference in your life. And so I encourage you to find a coach. And I would encourage you to talk to that coach. If any coach doesn't offer the opportunity to consult with them um, on the phone or, well, on the phone, I don't do face to face consultations, but because, you know, can be spending a lot of time for something that doesn't, you know, turn out so, um, but a, a phone consultation um that you may not want to work with that coach. The coaches who offered packages or or um groups like my group is going to have a very specific outcome. You are going to grow your business and make more money in six months. I promise that if you do everything and you participate all out in this group, you will make more money in six months' time, so packages like that things where Um, you're not going to get individual time with a coach, although in my program, you will get the opportunity for individual time with me. But packages like, like, like that usually have a very specific and tangible outcome that don't just, don't have to do strictly with mindset. Okay. So I'm telling you, you can take, make money if you take my class. Okay. So it's that kind of thing. When you're working with mindset, You really want to work with a coach who specializes in that and who is going to help you clear out this head trash. All right. So we're going to talk when we get back from this break. About a few more ways that you can creatively clear out your head trash and really get to work on it. Because this is something I'd love you to commit to, and I'd love to hear about your progress. So you can hook up with me on social media. Uh, on, I'm Marla Tabaka everywhere. So on Facebook, just search for Marla Tabaka. On Twitter, I am at Marla Tabaka. Um, LinkedIn, obviously, is Marla Zabaka. So, you know, you can find me anywhere on social media. You can direct message me. You can email me. You can go through my website and fill out the the form, whatever. I want to hear how you're doing and what you're committing to. And I'll help you hold to that commitment. We're going to come back from this break, and I'm going to tell you more ways that you can really start letting go of this stuff.
0: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hey, my horoscope in the coffee news says I'm going to make a big change in my life. Wow, I love the ads in the coffee news. and trying to find coffee to win prizes. Yeah, and the fun facts and trivia are killer too. Hey, maybe we should advertise our business in there. I hear it's very inexpensive and everybody I know reads it. Awesome idea. Let's call 903-283-0203 or go to coffeenewstyler.com and get her done. What's that number again? It's 903-283-0203, coffeenewstyler.com. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at Noon Central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I dot com. Then join us for lessons in joyful living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
1: And I'm here to help you do a little bit of spring cleaning. Okay. And we're serious about this. So we talked about the tools. We talked about hiring a coach and, and some ideas, some other ideas, um, and again, if you listen to the million dollar mindset, you know that my secret weapon is EFT, emotional freedom techniques. Again, you can go to my website, com and click on EFT and you can find, um, even more information and some very, very affordable products at quick taps, Q U I C K T A P S dot com. Uh, to learn more about EFT. So EFT is very, very powerful. It, it really is the most powerful tool that I have heard of or ever worked with for shifting perspective, getting rid of fears, getting rid of limiting beliefs, getting rid of all this just stuff that goes on for us so that you can do what you want to in life so that you can feel like you're living your purpose on purpose. Um, another thing that is very powerful, you've heard me mention in the show as well, is journaling. Now, there are a lot of different ways to journal. Some people just like to journal their way through, you know, their lives. And some people like to track their lives. Uh, so and, and I do this in periods where I feel stuck. And for me, it's very effective. Keeping track of it in a journal of what works and what doesn't work. You know, so you start talking about you know, how you're spending your time and the things that are worth that time and worthy of that time and where the wasted time is. And the truth is, you know, you, you probably spend a lot of time wasting precious hours on things that don't matter, like watching television. And 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 then you, we complain about them because we can't fit in the things that do matter. And I work with this on with entrepreneurs all of the time, they feel there is no time. And I come back to them and I say, that's a lie. There is time. But how's there time? I've got this business to run. I have a family to raise. I have this and that and the other thing. Well, sure, you're busy. I didn't say you're not busy. I said there is time. Because if you don't have time in the day for the things that are really important, that tells me you're not doing the things that you should be doing, but you're doing the things you think you need to be doing. You're spending time on your business instead of in your, I'm sorry, in your business instead of on your business. You're doing nitty gritty stuff that doesn't belong to you that you gotta let go of. So even if you're not a business owner, think of the things you're doing that uh, just wasted space in your life. Another way of, of, of journaling that's so powerful. Oh my gosh. Is gratitude journaling. And again, you've heard me talk about the power of gratitude journaling. So to do that really powerfully, here's the way I do it anyway, is I don't sit down and repeat what I'm grateful for. Of course, I'm grateful for my children and my health and my abundance and all those wonderful things. I look for something new in every single day. Day That I am grateful for. Yes, you heard me right. Every single day, even in the worst of times, even as I mentioned my mother's death earlier, uh, for me in recent days, that was the worst of times. Uh, So even during that time, there was beauty. And I made sure to sit down and write down between one to three things every single day that i 'm grateful for. Gratitude is one of the highest forms of energy, and no matter where you are, no matter how low you are, it will help you to raise that energy, maybe not to joy and love, but a couple rings higher a rungs higher on that ladder. So look for things every day. The wonderful thing about challenging yourself to three things a day is it pushes you to be more aware of what's around you. And the good things, you look for the good things instead of the things to complain about if you know that you've made that commitment to yourself at the end of the day. So I'll pay attention to a cute little kid holding mom's hand or doing something funny or uh, flowers that I might have just walked by before because those things are going to go in my gratitude journal. I allow them to affect me in a good way. I think about how they affect me and I write about that. It takes five minutes. I mean, really, it doesn't take much time at all. The other thing you want to do to to help clear out this head trash is you, you want to be healthier. You know, you may have packed on some winter pounds and you got some spring cleaning to do on your body. So do that spring detox or whatever you like to do to commit to living healthier. Exercise more. Choose to eat Better, Believe me, your ability to succeed in business and life is corre- is connected directly to your energy and we get our energy from nutrition, wonderful nourishing foods, from exercise, from being positive, from thinking better thoughts and being around positive people. So start giving your body and your mind more of what it needs and eat better and think better and hang around with people who affect you in a better way and exercise Uh, Get out there and do that because that's a part of this whole regime. This one is so important. Oh, my gosh. Especially for certain personality types. Go out there and get creative. Have some fun. Add playfulness into your life. When I'm stuck on something, it's because I'm not being playful about it usually. When something is giving me stress or a headache, it's because I'm being my intense self, my I've got to get this done and do it right self instead of, wow, this is another opportunity to play, to grow, to learn, and to help others. So get creative in that way. Add some fun back into your routine by starting up an activity that you used to enjoy and and haven't done in a while. Um, Being creative is a key human need. And if you don't spend enough time creating something just for you, you will feel the pain of that. So maybe it's, it's painting. Maybe you like to dabble in paints or pencil sketching. Oh, my daughter sent me a pencil, pencil sketch, um, that she did of her cat, her kitten, and it's breathtaking. It, my daughters are such talented artists, but they don't engage in their art for some reason, not often. And when they do, I always make a point of asking, how did it feel to do that? How does it feel to look at it? How did it feel to use your hands that way? And And it brings them back in touch with themselves and who they really are at the core. Creative, wonderful, wise individuals. So it could be something like that. It might be writing. Maybe you love to write. Maybe you love to do poetry. Um, it may be music. Even listening to music is creative. You don't have to be a musician. Listen to the music because it activates that right brain and helps bring out your creativity. Something like gardening or crafting or learning a new language. These all take creativity and will spark something in you that is just going to bring you back to life. So whatever it is for you, commit to you know flexing that creativity muscle and get out there and have some fun and and that includes doing fun things as well. hanging I love to hang out with my friends and and just do walks or go out to dinner or break open a bottle of wine or garden together or shop together whatever it is that fun is so critical in, in your life. Take a look at those relationships we've been talking about. And commit to building or repairing one relationship. This is a relationship that is powerful in your life somehow. And it, you know, if it, if it does exist, if that one relationship is out there and it kind of burden you, burdens you, how can you repair it? Is it a matter of forgiveness? Is it a matter of kind of repositioning that relationship in your life? Um, how can that relationship get better? Think about that. And if it can't, and that other person is unwilling to change, remember, you can't change them. They have to do the the work themselves. But sometimes a change in you will prompt change in the way others respond to you. It will always do that. Maybe not with this particular relationship it is in your mind, but people treat you differently when you treat yourself differently. So if you don't have a relationship that needs repair, good for you. That's awesome. So who's someone new? that can add a little spark in your life? How can you find a friend out there or a connection out there to have another healthy, positive relationship in your life? The more, the better. So get out there again. Um, it's through hobbies. It's through um, finding things in common. It's through getting out to find new people. And it doesn't mean it has to be a close friend. It could be someone that you talk to once every few months or someone you correspond with or somebody you engage with in social media so it doesn't have to be difficult to do now my one of my favorites is this getting out in nature if you're like me you know you might spend a lot of time indoors i spend a lot of time working indoors and working with clients indoors well in the summer i like to work out on my on my deck that's wonderful but Wherever you are, if you're indoors a lot, you've got to reconnect with nature. Everyone needs that. It gives you that space to breathe. It gives you that grounding place. It gives you time to let go and reconnect with the present moment. You've heard me talk a lot about living in the present. And nature will reinforce your ability to do that for a number of reasons it would have to do a whole nother show on. But trust me, nature is where it happens. And it can be simple as just spending a few minutes out on your deck like I do. I have my koi pond out there, which I love. And I walk around my pond in the summer or going to a park or a forest preserve or taking a vacation to somewhere beautiful. But do commit to being outside for at least 15 to 30 minutes a day. Now, when it's below 0 here in Chicago, obviously I don't do that, but I do go outside. I do shovel or, you know, walk at a slow pace to the mailbox and take in what's going on out there or park a little further from my destination and take that walk and it it just helps to be outside. So, of course, meditation and having a A mindfulness practice in your life, all of these things are included in a mindfulness practice. And this is what is going to get you to that way next level of really cleaning out the head trash. So what does that mean? It's the things we're talking about today. It means making space for yourself to think and process and change and grow. It means working on yourself in a lot of ways, New, learning new things, getting out there, meeting new people, letting go of old stuff, being healthy. That's a mindfulness practice. It's not something woo woo or, or, you know, intimidating. It's just being healthy in body, mind and spirit. That's all it is. So again, meditation, wow, so powerful. And you know what, mowing your lawn, shoveling your snow, those things can be very meditative. So again, don't think that's just for gurus on the mountaintop. It's for you. It's for everyone. Successful, happy people meditate and that's all there is to it. <laughs> so so again you can learn more about, about meditation from some of my past shows and articles or just by googling it on the internet to see what resonates with you. There is no one right way. I'm going to be back here next week so I hope you will be too on the Million Dollar Mindset on TogiNet Radio and of course meanwhile you can find me over on inkcom slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka and at my website MarlaTabaka.com. I'm going to be talking more and more about eSchool so if you own a small business or want to own a small business that's a great place for you to start and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're all going on my gratitude to list tonight, and I look forward to seeing you here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio next week.
0: Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Chabaka on Toginat. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if